1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Larry Richard, Unfiltered, with Jim Crenn and Sheila Hyndland, episode 47. And guys, I have a little surprise for you. Hi, Sheila.
2: Okay. Hi, Jim. Hi, Larry.
0: Do you know Nathan, the crazy Italian guy? Hey, Nate. Say hello, hi Nathan.
2: Hi Nathan. Yo, what he say, dude? What he say, Pittsburgh? What he say?
0: I love you guys your energy.
2: Are great, and I'm great <laughs> that I'm here with you guys. Let's go Steelers. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> it's Nathan. always about
0: the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> know that. Know
3: that. How many cups of coffee do you have a day? I do four. Bro, no,
2: it, it's just all natural, bro. I'm God bless you. God you don't I, have it. I'm God not bless you. License. I don't need that. I have one cup in the morning, though. That's it. I have one cup. I want pre-workout before I go to the gym, and that's it. I don't want to overload on that stuff. You know Good what I'm for saying?
0: you, man. <laughs> and that's you awesome, are man. a diehard Steelers fan. Win, lose, and you're telling us, don't give up the ship. Bro,
2: there's no way you could give it up. Like, we got the spark <laughs> that we need right now. Like, Kenny's in there. I know he threw in a couple pictures. He should have been in there from the beginning. <laughs> it's going to be fine. The guys are going to rally around him now. The talent is there. It's right there. Got to make a couple play calls. He's going to air that. out. These receivers going to catch it. The defense is going to step up even more. PK he can't come back, forget about it, but they're going to step up. Next guy up. That's what the Steelers do. No fair weatherness.
0: No fair weatherness. And I want wow. Sheila I like and Jim to know that you are a knight of the Living Dead aficionado. And this is the season, right? <laughs> you know all these spots around town. <laughs> my favorite time of year bro my favorite time of year i
2: did an episode of horrors hollow grounds with sean clark he has his thing on youtube and I, he still ain't put it out yet he's taking forever to edit this thing <laughs> so we went to all the locations i got him in george romero's old building okay it's, it's on lawyers row and they don't let nobody up there but you know jenny and joe you know he's the man he got us in there it's going to be exclusive Mm. Nobody, one one camera crew got up there in the past, and they filmed it like from another building's roof. We were the first really? ones to actually get up there. We went in the basement where Night of the Living Dead fifty four years ago. Wow! And this basement still looks the same. It was the greatest thing because they renovated the building, but not the basement. And it was such it was such a great experience to get down there.
0: My my cool. basement there. still looks the same too, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. Before you go. <laughs> You're an Italian guy. You got to recommend some Italian <laughs> restaurants around town where you want people to go.
2: Oh, man. Listen, I go to my mother's house for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: She's <laughs> the best
2: sauce. I go home, man. Ain't nothing going to top that. But, you know, look for me uh, up there on Matt Washington down the road. It ain't actually Matt Washington's Cummisigalm uh, down the street there.
3: But, uh, Alla Familia, that's right? Good, but- yeah, I like, yeah. like it too.
2: You get massive proportions up there. That's especially yes. the sauce is good, and you get massive proportions. Because one thing I hate, you go in there, you 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 get a little bit, you know what I mean? You go up there, you get
3: your fill for sure. Absolutely. Nate I agree.
0: Is...
2: Check out, check out. I I make sure I do the uh, you know, you talking about the night of living dead stuff in that. And uh I have some of that posted. Check out my Instagram, Nate the Crazy Italian guy. Okay, And then I always do Stiller videos. My Night of Living Dead stuff is on there and everything like that. And uh, I got a good one. You got to check out the most recent one because I'm the Dark Yinzer, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because goes Halloween. You got to go get all three, guys. What
0: are you out. going for? Hell? Give you... us a little teaser, Dark yeah. Yinzer.
2: Dude, the Dark Yinser. Uh, the booming last week is what created him. I heard booze in the <laughs> crowd. I heard fair weatherness. They forced my alter ego to come at The Dark Yinser. I'll descend... Upon all fair weatherness and bring punishment to it, it won't be tolerated in my city. You ride or die with the Steelers no matter what. You never boo your team. You never boo them. That's our team. And your loyalty never swerves.
0: I love it. Nate, the crazy Italian guy, great to catch up with you. I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Ciao. I'll catch you on the flip side for
2: (laughs) sure. You're the best, Larry. Bye, Nate. See you, Nate. Thanks. See you later, guys. See you later. <laughs> he's
4: awesome, man. Okay, so he doesn't drink coffee. What else does? Yeah, that's. I he's told. got a
3: great energy, man. I love his energy I and I love you. his enthusiasm. I told you. they got to put him. Thomas you know put him in half talk.
0: John Siretti is that John? Oh. John's? John, okay. And I love John. Yeah, Nate. He's got big arms. I, you know, I, and he's, I,
3: I, I probably met Nate somewhere along the line. Oh, you John's have. House you you just I'm don't sure. know. You have. Yeah, he's wonderful. He's great. But great that's energy. That's his shtick. Yeah, it's. And I asked
0: him I love it. He, de- he doesn't want to do anything controversial. He just he <laughs> says, I just want to be that Italian guy in the neighborhood. You know, well, you heard him. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a
4: wants, Pittsburgh man. Yeah. wants his mom's spaghetti Die-hard sauce. Diehard stealer. And, well, that's <laughs>
3: true with the spaghetti sauce. Like, my mom's spaghetti sauce, I have that. Like, everybody likes their mom's spaghetti. I, now, if you mm-hmm. go to a restaurant, like, there's two ways. You can get sweet
0: or, or, like the more tomato More savory, I, yeah. Yeah, so I like more slightly, more sweet, because Lou well, makes it more sweet. Well, here's the crazy sweet, sweet. part. I married into a Italian-American family, but I didn't yeah. really know the extent of the menu. when sure. When they started with calamara, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. what is that? Then the seven fishes they do the at the, seven Christmas? Christmas? Oh, yeah, Christmas? They, all that stuff. Oh, wow. cool. But- I was like a roast and potato, you know. Right, I have right. Irish and German roots. You just too, didn't that's know. The way I was Is that. And what yeah. about you? Jim? Italian and Polish. Great, great uh, uh, cuisine. Cindy's Italian and Polish. Yes, I
3: had. I had both. Uh, she both made sizes. me an Wonderful. offer.
0: I couldn't understand. Whoa. So I <laughs> on
3: Cindy. Stage, I you that. made
4: an offer I, uh, to Jimmy. My great grandmother was
3: an amazing. Uh, <laughs> she was a chef in uh, Poland when she came over, and really, she was amazing. I didn't realize when I was. I think he's incredible meals. Amazing. I think Polish food. You got some real oh, good stuff. Obviously, so pierogies. Oh, I think of
0: pierogies, but
4: right? I don't. No, she, I don't really think kielbasi, about Polish food. Uh, as
0: being Polska kielbasa, haluska, haluski, haluski. Yeah, that's well, good. A,
3: a quick story. I, I when I was little, uh, I was allowed to have uh, you know a love of pets. I was allowed to have pets and um, lived in a strip. My great grandma lived next door, and my grandma lived down the street, and we lived within like t- two blocks, but. So I'd eat at, after school at 3 o'clock. We'd already eat early dinner. My great-grandmother would, would cook, and, and she was a chef. And like she'd make these incredible dishes. I didn't realize I was a kid. My Uncle Ed would say, you're really going to love this when you're older. You're not going to realize what you ate. And he's right. But anyway, every Easter, right about six weeks, five weeks before Easter, my grandmother would have a duck in the apartment in front of the – um by the refrigerator. And the duck –
4: Inside the apartment?
3: Yes. I didn't know this, but the duck was to be made for Chinina, which is duck blood soup. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm. But I didn't know this, and I loved Chinina. But you loved the duck. I didn't know this. Yeah. I... So I'm like nine,
1: I and, and my grandmother would give me
3: all this duck feed to feed after school. And I would feed the duck every day. I couldn't wait to get home, and I'd name him every year, Melvin. I couldn't wait to get back to see Melvin and Ernie one year and, you know, <laughs> all these different you know, names. And so so I would feed Melvin all this food. He loved me. Melvin loved me. I fed him. No holds barred. What do you want to eat, Melvin? What do you want? I got you. So I feed Melvin. He's getting nice and fat. And then and then Easter Sunday, my grandmother, uh, great grandmother, be in this big pot. She'd be stirring it. And I didn't know Melvin. That was his fate. And I'd be like, Grandma, where's Melvin? <laughs> oh. Every year, she'd say, Uncle Ed took him to the farm, Sonny. He's living a great life. And I thought, oh my God, that's so nice. You I thought, I miss him, but he's better life on a farm than in a strip, I thought, in a little apartment. Or in the I pot. thought, this is so much better for him to be in the, in the farm. When
0: did you find
3: 12, out? 12, age 12. So- 12 or 13 she sat me down and finally told me and i i was done man i couldn't Did you duck. ever eat the soup again? no <laughs> she taught she told me because she's getting older she said and she wanted to teach me how to kill the duck the like right proper way to get the right vein because it's clean there's clean blood and dirty blood you got to get this vein here And she's telling me this and i'm like going, wait wait wait, wait, a second. wait that's that's melvin we're eating a <laughs> melvin <Melbourne." She laughs> oh yeah sonny it's yeah, you don't use a lot of blood, just a little. I'm like, ah. I'm like, oh my god, I loved Chechnya. <laughs> oh, I love Melvin. That's a great irony. This is how
4: people become vegetarians. Well, I never, st-
3: I, I was done. I I didn't eat it again until maybe like about eight or nine years ago. I was at a, a Polish festival, like St. Stan's, and they had it, and I had to try. I said, you know what, I got to just do it, just to do it. It wasn't as good as Grandma's.
4: It's it was, never it was as good. good as grandma's. wasn't as good as grandma's. Why but, can't restaurants but, duplicate? But
3: Melbourne, yeah, I know. Well, Doc's so you don't see that on many menus. But it was, Chinina. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it is a really good soup. If you don't know, it's Melbourne. It was great for four or five years my You life. know what I we got to it. do? It's my
0: favorite soup for five or six years. We got to go back to Market District yes. to do a show because <laughs> Paul Abbott and those guys fed us like kings. kings. And oh my Dad. God. Yeah. It's the best, right?
3: It's yeah, like you stayed in touch party. with Paul.
0: Yeah, he's my guitar player. This is the guy the that band. oversees Market <laughs> District for Giant Eagle. He's one of my guitar guys. I, how about how yeah, nice they were. Oh. What's that? How nice they were. Oh, guys.
3: my God. Like family. Love yeah. that place. Oh,
4: and The food was phenomenal.
3: Are you a cook, Sheila?
4: No, not at all.
3: Does Andy no, cook?
4: A, he cooks some, yes. Between the two of us, we managed to make it work.
3: You, you know, but
4: no, I it just, no.
3: What I appreciate with with the, with the market district is how and those guys. They really take a, a serious Pittsburgh pride in the food there and how fresh it is and how you know it's it's like a lot of locally sourced foods and the quality has always got to be just incredibly high. I don't know, I don't think you get that everywhere. But, but Giant Eagles like that. That's it's like I thought that's really interesting, really cool. Makes me want to shop there, right? Well, I mean, seriously, yeah. it's, it's 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 kind of amazing.
4: Yeah, I love the market districts.
0: Larry Richard website. Unfiltered with Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland. In case you just joined us, if you want to reach out, I just thought of this after 47 <laughs> episodes. So, oh, yeah. Email us. Yeah, if you want a Chinese recipe. Larry at up. kdkradio.com. <laughs> what was the food that disgusted you the most, Sheila, growing up?
4: Oh, I can tell you the story. Yeah? <clears throat> so, you ever growing them? up, you had to course, eat everything on your plate. Sure. Now you could take as much as you wanted, but once you put it on your plate, you had to eat it. You and commit. you also had to have your vegetable every day. So it was a meat, a vegetable, and a starch. Okay. Kind of like you, Larry. It was a, you know, an Irish. Yeah, household. Larry had his boiled potato. Yeah, so, For me, it's Cheez-Its it's and kind of, kind of Mike
0: and Ike's now. But go yes. ahead, <laughs> Ann. Friday.
4: So my mother <laughs> made boiled Brussels sprouts. Wow. Just. Boiled. Not a lot that of was kids it. yelling. No a, flavor. Yellow, no no kids spices. For that. Nothing but boiled Brussels sprouts. Mm. And so the f- six of us sat at the table and ate dinner. And I took one bite of Brussels sprout, oh. put it in my mouth, and spit it out. And my mother said, "You will sit there and eat the Brussels sprouts until you are done with them."
3: Wow, oh, God! And
4: so two hours later, you finished. I was still at the table. Everybody else had left. The table had been cleaned up the kitchen had been cleaned up and i was still sitting there you staring to at my brussels talk sprouts to
0: my wife she had a similar experience oh where... well see here's the have thing you, you so had...
4: i went 40 years before i tried another i was gonna brussels ask was gonna so ask. now yeah. if they're cooked the way i like them like with a balsamic or oh, drazo- on bacon or something yeah yes they're you know, wonderful get some meat in there but um <laughs> yeah that just ruined it for me i mean i just thought Brussels sprouts were the worst food on earth.
3: Not a lot of kids yelling for the boiled Brussels sprouts. No, they not battling over the last Brussels sprout. No. So, how about you guys? What, what,
4: what's the one food that you just I, would not eat when you were a kid I'm or, trying or to maybe think. still won't?
3: I can eat anything. It's weird. I'm a weird person. I eat every, I, nothing I can I eat like eat. I like airplane food. That's how weird I am. <laughs> there
0: is no more airplane I food. It's I, just and food. Like that's the first peanuts. time I've ever heard <laughs> that in my entire life. I like life.
3: cafeteria food. I'm weird. I like frozen food. I, I love it.
4: <laughs> I eat a lot of frozen food too. Do
3: you? I well, love. I, I food. usually
4: try to cook it. For I, a lot do, you, do you guys <laughs> remember it's like, well,
3: TV dinners? I love that
4: stuff. I don't know
3: why. It's like I'm trying to think. There's nothing I really can think of. You do
4: never you had an experience like that as a kid? Yeah,
0: I did. I'm Mrs. Sure I did Paul's fish sticks. Remember? Yes. I'm sure it was something. Yeah, yeah. fish stick Friday. Yeah, we save for Friday. Friday. Like my those. mom used to say, uh, "Fish is brain food." Apparently, I didn't eat enough.
4: <laughs> there was probably no fish actually in it.
0: Well, we oh. have four boys. And then my sister, so we would decimate. Mom would go grocery shop and once a week. Yeah. And then when she came home, she would get she would be angry because we'd be at you know wanted the the trade off was chips and B and L French onion dip to to get us out of the way while Sounds she really put good. everything else. But my dad worked three nights a week, so he knew he was coming home. There wasn't going to be anything to eat, so he bought sardines. Ooh. Oh, wait, Ooh. I'm in. I don't like those. You're right. You don't like no. sardines? No. No,
3: so he really would,
4: That'd no be one. way. Actually, you're asking. That'd be okay. one I couldn't yeah. do. Okay. Anchovies right. and
0: sardines I can't. He would come in, and he would open up that can where there's a key, and as soon as he cracked the seal, the smell, smell. would waft through, and we'd be, ah. Oh. Can't do it. And then he'd, he'd take great joy in the fact that <laughs> that's the one thing we wouldn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> see, so you had everything too. Probably didn't too. even like it. He I agree with you. With, he got the ones he with it. Sustain with, himself. They look the like sardines. Bait.
3: Yes, you can see a little heads. Smaller. Yes. Like, yeah, I can't do it. Ugh. You my know, great,
4: my dad used to put horseradish on. Oh, he loved everything. everything. That stuff. Limburger. On everything. Once. <laughs> my great grandmother. Did that just ruin it?
3: Used to eat pig's knuckles. Ugh. You know, those it was are like, very popular. I she loved those things. Polish. Yes, she loved those things.
0: Delicacy. They, she had like, wings or something. I'm like, I didn't know pigs had knuckles. I didn't yeah, either, spicy. but they're very delicious. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Do you oh. remember? Couldn't bite one even. So we had Burger King couldn't and McDonald's, McDonald's, but there were fast food restaurants in Pittsburgh. You weren't here, Sheila, when they had, uh, what was it, Sandy's? Oh, God, Scotty's, Sandy's, do you remember Scotty's and Sandy's? Big Scott, ate all the time. Sure. Sandys. And then what was the other one? The Winkies. Burger? Winkies. Winkie's. Winkie's. Big wink. Winkies.
4: <laughs> I love the name.
0: You never, a, you <laughs> didn't have. winkies, out winkies. in Portland, no, there's no, no Winkies in Wilmerding.
4: We had Runza's in Nebraska. What is it called? Runza. Runza. There you go. Runza's.
3: There's no Winkies in Wilmerding or Portland. Remember that? That was commercial on Winkies in Wilmerding. Loved Winkies. We should bring Winkies back. That's I don't, huge. I mean, it was just a burger it, joint. It was so good. I don't know sure, why. Maybe it I like because I was a little just kid. What's the name?
4: It's a great name. It's Big great boy. Name, it? Big boys. Yes. We used to have those on the yes. West Coast.
0: Did they? Yeah, yeah, Big Boy's that, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Yeah. And of yeah. course, Eaton Park. Uh, Eaton Park has a super burger. It's a,
4: like a sauce. It's the best.
0: It's close to the super burger, Big Boy. Mm-hmm. I to was me. at uh, Ponderosa Steakhouse okay. as a baked potato fry and bun man. Wait.
4: <laughs> you were a bun man? You worked
0: there? Yeah. <laughs> you were a bun man? I was a bun man. You would well, work so, your way up, there. So what you? exactly yeah, did, did you, make, you become do, a bun so man? So the, the steak guys, the guys that got all the girls. Sure, that'd be the... They, you know, that well, Rosa. Like, that's yeah, headliner. Yeah, the steak yeah. guys. I'm just the, You're just the bun, guy. bun guy. But and then I buns. had the drink girl who I had to supply the buns to. Sure. And then I had to supply the steak with baked potatoes. So hmm. I still remember, you know, they would say, baker's down, and I'd have to put a dozen baked potatoes. And I had to time them. Really? Because they take a while, like 40 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. minutes to wow. bake. And I had to have racks and I, it was a lot of pressure.
3: My God, it would be Because I had to. You were, no, you were not just some bun guy. No.
0: You're a potato I just guy. I a guy bun too. guy. Here's a crazy blow the bun so guy? So they would say, Baker's down. You take them. They're in the foil. Right. You take them out. You do it fast because you got to move. And you would just slap it down, slice it from head to toe. Sounds
3: pretty good, actually.
0: And do the four-corner fold yes. to puff it up. Which and then you had uh-huh. a paintbrush with butter.
3: I'm all over that. I love it. Oh. Sounds and good, then you would stack them and slide now.
0: them down because the the steak guys had to put them on a plate.
4: How often did you burn yourself?
0: i burned myself. Lot. And then the bun girl. The bun. There was girl. a bun girl, too? Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> a bun she was girl the, and the bun guy? girl. She had girl. Not, but she a bun ended girl. up being yes. Jocelyn Howe, oh, really? the executive producer of KDK TV News. She was the drink really? girl? She was the drink girl? She's one of the reasons I got a job at KDK. So so always be good to the drink girl. Yes, because you never know where they're going. Where
3: they're going? They're. I'm
0: serious. Skyrocket. You remember her? She was married to Phil Harris.
3: Amazing woman. Yeah, I love her. Uh, You know. Is there someone below the bun guy? Are you? Was there a parsley guy or something like a garnish guy below you? Was there? No, are you kind of like the, <laughs> the
0: garnish? guy. There had to be someone. The bottom, uh, was there the napkin? A napkin person? <laughs> are you the? Are you the garnish guy? Yeah. <laughs> was there
3: someone lower? Is it like the bun guy and then the steak guys? It was like it was? Was there like a parsley guy or garnish guy the, or?
0: Pretty much the low guy on the run. As far as in the food service, right? Line. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Steak guys would be the king. Apparently. Oh, that's, they were. You know, there's a guy. His name's top Mark Shepard. Yeah. Went to. Notre Dame Law School. He's a state. Guy. He's a. He was a state guy. Yeah. He's a big time attorney state here in town. Well.
4: By the way, you two are both state guys now.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Well, Just so did you know. pretty well. You know what happened to me? Mm. It was discovered that I lied about my age. So, <gasps> oh no, I got dispatched. Because I was too young to Not work. Not
4: fired, but dispatched. I like that. I don't that. know what that is. Disp- That's, That's what that meant. You get, you get fired. You got the manager
0: called me in <laughs> and goes, Larry, how old are you? And I'm like, eh. 12. 14. Wow. Goes, you have to be 15 to work you here. Hustled. You can't work here. You were a bun So guy. then I, I, I left Ponderosa, turned 15, mm. went up the street to a brand new Eaton Park.
2: That was and
4: just you were open. a steak guy, right? No, I was a cook. Oh, oh well, you went to cook? You
0: went all the way to cook. I went to
3: cook. Jeez. It's amazing. And I remember. Fun Guy to Cook. There's your uh-huh. book. The From Bronner's Guy
0: family owns it now. But it was Larry Hatch, mm. the founder, who walked in to take a look at his new restaurant. And he said to nobody in particular, we were standing like we were at attention. Right. Anyone who works in a restaurant and goes home hungry is a fool. I'm
1: like, all right. Ooh, I'm done with right that. Yeah. Yeah. It's work. true.
0: There's probably a lot of but food. But then, you know, I was a cook and I trained in McKee's Rocks. Did okay. three hundred breakfasts one one Sunday morning? Wow,
4: three hundred! It's like a so do you a still record? cook?
0: No. The irony is, I was cured.
4: Oh, were, were, okay. were
0: you a were, a were you a good cook? <laughs> no. Did people coming in and go? I would like
3: Larry's breakfast smile.
0: <laughs> no, the waitresses are like, "Hey, you gonna get my order? You gonna stare at the window, look at the weather."
3: Oh like, wow! And there the you weather. go. You found your calling. Then I became a her.
4: I just remembered you were getting Cindy cooking lessons for the two of you together because she wanted you to cook. So Larry's <laughs> answer to that was rather than cooking, is let's take a cooking class together. Not I'm going to get up and make you breakfast. She
0: she gets kind of. <laughs> she's told me multiple <laughs> times. I think it's really romantic and sexy when you cook together, and I think it is. You know, very soulful and. <laughs> And I would agree with her, but I I haven't done it. You got to do that. Thirty four years, do Larry, it is you have
4: the training.
0: You're a,
3: you were a bun guy and a cook. <laughs> if anybody could do it, you could. You should do it. <laughs> a bun guy and a cook.
4: I'll never Double. look at you the that's same like, again.
3: That's like uh, that's like <laughs> Bruce Lee or something in the cooking industry. Bun guy and, and cook both. It's like you know Listen, a lot of different. I can cut faucets, a potato. A lot
0: of things. The next time we have the chance, I bet you could. Uh, I want you guys to come breakfast. to the house. Jimmy, you bring one of your Bumble girls. Okay. And Sheila, bring Andy. I will. You're coming to the house. Right. And I'm going to cook. Oh, wow. Oh, You're going to cook okay. everything?
4: Cindy's not going to help?
0: I didn't can say, I that. The, oh, okay. Can I All be right. the bun guy at least?
4: We can at least bring a, <laughs> a bunch of potluck. I can do buns. What's your specialty? Or what was your specialty 34 years
3: ago? I don't want to down the bun guy. I didn't say I could just do buns. I'm just saying you could teach me. I do potatoes it's not like it's nobody great. So else So we're going to have all, potatoes and hot dogs. You already had me hungry with that potato thing with the, the four in the corner. Steam coming off. You still bring it? I could still
0: bring it. Yeah. And oh, I think man. you're going to be impressed.
4: I think we will.
0: I'm so in. Uh,
4: just to have a meal.
0: Just as an advisory. I'll bring some in. Don't get the hot turkey sandwich. <laughs> bring, the duck. bring the duck. Just bring Melvin. The open face hot turkey sandwich. Well, not your thing. Just because where the gravy. Dish was I was right that. next to, so stuff would fall in oh, okay. from, from everything else. Oh. It wasn't bad, it See? was just some people would say, This is the best hot turkey sandwich Me. I've ever had. I oh, eat boy. it. Like I said,
3: I eat everything.
4: Well, the, pars- I like the it. parsley guy got a hold of the gravy. Yeah, and-
0: poor parsley guy's low, yeah, so low so in the totem pole. <laughs> Favorite restaurant, Sheila, Pittsburgh.
4: Right now, I'd have to say it's Pussidy's Garden. Where is that? that is in Lawrenceville.
0: And you got to like make a reservation it. months in advance. You
4: do. Months in advance. Diannoy is I can't get yeah, in in
0: the strip. I ate there once when it opened. I heard it was great. What's so great about it?
4: A really unique food that you've never had before. They have a 17 ingredient salad. It's but it's not even like a salad. It's like a meal and it I mean imagine 17 ingredients. I can't even tell you what's in it. It's and they they mix it right in front of you. And the Mm. ambiance is just so
2: really fabulous, romantic,
4: kind of yeah. You walk in and you go, "I'm not in Pittsburgh, but you are that kind of place." Yeah, that kind of place.
3: Jim Wild Rosemary, South
0: Hills area, kind of like up from St Clair Hospital. I've been in there once; tremendous, really good, one of my favorites. I'm a big Italian food guy. I like it because I was introduced to it later in life. Sure. Uh, so I really like the Italian food. You know, when we were in Italy, Jim, we didn't have a bad meal. No, I still think of some of those meals. They were they were memorable meals. That's how good it was. I like memorable Tambellinis in Highland Park. Mm, yeah, yeah, I still love that. I like um, trying to think of the other one that we used to go to. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Another one is Girasolis in Shady Side. Another great That's one. A good one. Mm-hmm. Good, just good Italian it, it, food. Nate mentioned Alla famiglia, which is amazing. Alla famiglia, yeah. yes, which, is, which means all in the family. And, mm-hmm. by the way, they have an incredible steak there. Remember yeah. they get, oh yeah, remember we met the owner. Yeah, it's like a char-grilled steak. Mm-hmm. That's, That's something you wouldn't think necessarily going to an Italian restaurant. Right. Hey, I'm just going to get a steak. Um, the other is old-fashioned Rico's. Oh, oh yeah, Rico's. Rico's is fantastic. Yeah, I've been there
4: many times. It's, I it's, love
0: that old school, you know, the way they treat you. It feels like you're
4: walking back into the 70s.
3: Their food is out of sight. There's yeah. another place you took me to around here in Green Greentree.
0: Oh, Scolio's. Love that place you took yeah, me to. was great. Yeah, we went yeah. with great Andy sauce. and we Sheila, did. right? Was a good? Uh,
4: yeah. Altius and, of course, you can't go wrong with Monterey Bay either, too, yeah, for the view, especially.
0: Well, off the hook... Tremendous out Another on the Warrendale one. exit, mm-hmm. and as far as fresh fish, it's not cheap, but it's outstanding. It's excellent. Now, there's a place in the Strip. What is that? That pen fish? Somebody yes. just talked well, about it.
3: There's a place that um, I my well, I, the place I like is uh, Robert Woolley uh, Junior.
0: Woolley's. Son,
3: he owns it, and, it, and it, I think it's amazing for seafood. It's I, I love his. Uh, you know his his dishes that he creates, Robert Woolley Jr.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. of It's like, but it's uh, the fish something. I don't know.
4: <laughs> fish, something. fish is in, in but it. But it's
3: just say where's Robert Woolley Jr.'s place. It, it's really, yeah, it's an amazing. amazing, makes You know what's funny is I I did a show. Uh, we did a a charity show uh, that uh, you were we did last year. I did, I did a few this year at the uh, Lamont. Man, I got to. I still love the Lamont like just the ambiance oh my gosh yes. steaks I are mean, good t- in terms you know, of it's aesthetic just cool view. It's still one of my favorite cool you restaurants beat i not i
0: just love the vibe of the place man. or monterey bay because they yeah. have some great views obviously
3: sightline absolutely but there's some cool we spaces have, we have some of the best restaurants in the country man i'm serious i travel all over I, tell, I put pittsburgh up again well we were zagat's one of the one of the zach is that he say Zaga? we were, zagat. zagat we were like top three of, like Food, seven years ago. visit. I thought and we were number one a couple we, of years ago. We what? were, we probably were, I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, and I asked, I remember we had the, I interviewed for my other podcast, Jim No Restrictions, a few years back. Um, uh, the person who, you know, was made the call for that or whatever. And, and, and she said, I said, why is Pittsburgh? Because there's New York, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, we're right? like <laughs> top three or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. She said, well, a lot of chefs in New York, I guess, I don't know if you call the second chef, is it a sous chef Soush? or sous six- Sue, whatever secondary yeah, the chef. chef. A lot of the chefs uh, in New York, it costs a zillion dollars to start your own restaurant. So if you're working with, like, say, Larry is a top bun guy, right? So I'm the bun assistant. And one day, <laughs> I want to make buns like Larry. I got, I want to have a bun place mm-hmm. like Larry. And so I say, I can't open in New York. It's so expensive. So somebody started, came, opened the pipeline up and said, hey, you know what? Pittsburgh's a wonderful city. You can open a place up for a fraction of that cost and work on your craft the, you know mm-hmm. people are amazing here and and you could have great and, and all of a sudden they started to uh come here from new york and he's upset san francisco and it's just so expensive in these areas so we ended end up getting these sous chefs that were working these unbelievable they're unbelievable chefs unbelievable chefs in themselves we have become younger. a so foodie they, destination we so we became somewhat of a, a foodie town in a way so it's kind
0: of cool which we are, if you think about it. All the cool little restaurants, yeah, right? Yeah,
4: and people in Pittsburgh love to eat.
0: We do. We should do a podcast from a restaurant every week. I'm in. I was we'll thinking the same thing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we're on the let same me, wavelength. Let me, we let me work, through, work <laughs> on that.
0: We work through a neighborhood of Southside. Like you're year. invited. Steamworks, Thursday, November 3rd. It's Beth Clausen's Porch Concert Indoors for the first time ever. Jimmy Cren will be singing. What do you got? Brown Eyed
3: Girl, we're going to do uh, uh, Sweet Caroline.
0: And uh, blue suede uh, blues, shoes. I'm going to do a Don Henley song, Dirty Laundry, uh, an homage montage to Tiny Tim. Sheila, you want to sing? Yeah, I'll
4: be singing my D I V O R C E became <laughs> final today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the opposite to uh, Tiny Tim's song, oh. his divorce song. I like that. Yeah, that was Tammy Wynette. Can't I mean, wait. You got to see. Song?
3: Larry's going to have the wig and all for the Tiny Tim, yeah, right?
0: I'm going all out. That's Thursday, November 3rd. Steamworks. Route 8 in Hampton Township, John Bento's place, and we're looking forward to that. You can get our podcast on the free Odyssey app, AUDACY, download it today, a great resource, or kdkradio.com, or email if you have ideas for us for the future, maybe guests or questions you want us to answer, larry at kdkradio.com. Dick Roberts is our producer, Jim Petolsky, our partner from Face for Radio Productions. Sheila Highland, Jimmy Krenn, thank you, guys. Thank you, hey Man. <laughs> episode 47 is in the
1: books. That's a wrap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.